Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cornerstone Conversations. Uh, this is this is Assistant Pastor Matt Koenig with me, Senior Pastor Neil Wright. Hello, Neil. Hi, Matt. How you going? I'm good, mate. I feel like I've, I've been here before yeah. today, deja yeah. vu yep. and all that. Yep. Um, the first recording was rubbish. The first recording had a few technical difficulties. Not us, but the it was equipment. a it was a great podcast. It, it was, was it was probably this our is, best. This is just a, a tribute. <laughs> this is a tribute to our previous podcast. Yes. That was amazing. Um, unfortunately, had issues uh, technically, and hopefully that doesn't happen again. But anyway, getting distracted. Yeah, um, I would like to know who's in charge of our tech department. Though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we need to, to find a new a technical person to do this for us because um, that would be me and uh, I got You're no, sacked Oh yeah, thank you I got I, And that's the end of the podcast Thanks for <laughs> uh, No idea what happened but anyway, we're trying again uh, and so here we are and so we're just, as we do going to revisit Sunday's message um, On Sunday I was talking about um Protecting our unity, protecting the unity of, of the body, protecting the unity of the body of Christ as, as believers and the role and the function that we have in that and just being reminded that, um, yeah, that was, that was a, a, a thing, that a, a prayer that, that Jesus prayed in the moments before uh, he went to the cross. And just so there was a couple of uh, Jesus encounters that I talk about on Sunday. Um, uh, one being a prayer that, that Jesus prayed um, in the moments before his arrest, and then um, another, which is in the Old Testament, which is a which is which is a oh <laughs> theophany, a, a, a theophany, or or a Christophany, which Excellent. which is if I just look at my notes here and try and decipher <laughs> what I wrote down, the pre-incarnate appearance of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, pretty nice. cool. Well done. Anyway, so um, I might just start by reading from John. 17, which is the this prayer that Jesus prays uh, in the moments before his arrest. And it says, my prayer is not for the world, but for those you have given me, because they belong to you. All who are mine belong to you, and you have given them to me. So they will bring me glory. Now I'm departing from the world, and they are staying in this world, but I'm coming to you. Holy Father, you have given me your name. Now protect them by the power of your name so that they will be united just as we are. I've given them your word, and the world hates them because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but to keep them safe from the evil one. They do not belong to this world any more than I do. Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. I'm praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who ever believe in me through their message. I pray that they will all be one, just as you and I are one. As you are in me, Father, and I am in you. And may they be in us that the world will believe you sent me. I've given them the glory you gave me, so they may be one as we are one. I am in them and you are in me. May they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. Pretty cool passage, hey? Very, very good. Yeah, great, awesome, amazing prayer that Jesus prays, um, yeah. both over his disciples, the the eleven at that point, um, 
also over us, over, over um, those who believe in Jesus because yeah. of the message that the disciples shared and because of the message that Jesus brought when he was here yes. uh, on earth. So Jesus' prayer for unity traverses time. Yes. To it's, our present day. Correct. It's ongoing. Yeah. It's an ongoing prayer, which is really cool. Um, but so I was just, I guess, um, really, really just focusing on that on that aspect of protecting the unity. You know, we we are a body of Christ, and you know, we we each have a part to play within the body, and just making sure that we are protecting the unity of that, um, because the the enemy is out there trying to trying to disrupt and distract and destroy um, the the unity that we have to destroy the body by yeah. attacking different parts of that body and. You know, and there's there's an importance in in our unity that you know, as it says at the end of of John 17 in that passage there, that that we would experience such perfect unity that the world would know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. And yeah. so it's this, you know, it's a it's a expression of God's love that that makes us stand out from from other people and and all that kind of stuff and draws people to to want to know what's going on. Yeah, that that's space. it. So, yeah. Matt, unity. Unity. Uh, is it? Do we have to change who we are? Do you think to have unity, or add our? I don't know how to explain it, but you know, do we have to all become the same? No, we have to certainly have to have um, unity and belief that Jesus is the Savior and and that we are loved and and whatever. But I think there are times when we will have differing opinions about different things but that you know we recognize jesus in each other yeah um that we don't allow those differences of opinion to influence the work of the body you know Mm. to to come in with attitudes or perceptions of how things should be and then getting offended by that and and because it's not like us basically that's right that's right yeah um you know there's that passage that sort of says you know if if you're going to offend someone with your actions, then don't, or something along those lines. You know, you know, if you, yeah. you know, if one person believes that you shouldn't be eating something, then don't eat it in in their presence, sort of thing. Yeah. Like, you know, just that that unity of of recognizing that that we are here to honor God and and to do whatever we can to make sure we're honoring God and honoring each other in mm. that and not disrupting the work of the body. Yeah, just as you're saying that, I just sort of think, you know. Unity is not everyone being the same, which is uniformity, no. obviously. But yeah. it's like, I guess it's almost like that harmony that you get in a really good symphony orchestra where yeah. everyone plays a different instrument, yep. but they play the same tune. Yep. And together it sounds amazing yep. um, because they're actually working towards that goal of, of that, that song. And, you know, I, I guess you do see that sometimes in... Um, anywhere you are, like workplaces, schools, work, um, church, whatever. Mm. Um, but I have actually seen that because God gifts us all differently. Yeah. And I think you talked about that in terms of the body on Sunday that, you know, we're all given different gifts and stuff, but yeah. we're all part of this body. Yeah. And you might get someone who is really evangelically wired by God to spread the gospel um, and can easily do it with people. Mm. And sometimes I go, why isn't everyone doing this? Yeah. 
Um, yet at the same time, you might have someone with a, a different heart, maybe a pastoral heart that actually gathers and looks after the people and they're like, well, why isn't everyone doing this? Yeah. And yet, if you actually think of it together, it's one winning the lost. Um, and of course, we all grow. We all should walk in all those things. But then the other one, loving on them and growing and maturing them. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, the, the whole point in the end is that anyone with any gift is meant to be helping to equip. Yeah. That's right. We're all we're all created differently. We've all got different gifts and abilities, and you know we are we are created and designed to use those gifts and abilities to glorify God and to mm. and to and to build the body, to strengthen the body. And yeah. and you're right, that unity comes. It's not it's not uniformity. It's not everyone doing exactly the same thing. It's it's using the gifts and the abilities that we have to extend the kingdom, to work together, to be able to fill all of those different functions that we have. And yeah, you know, like I, I just love the fact that. You know, thinking thinking from a perspective of my the the worship team that I run, you know, we've got you know yes everyone on team has got that that musical gift or a, a singing gift, um, and uses that to to worship and glorify God. But you know, I look at the the backgrounds of the people that are involved in that. You know, we've got um, you know we've got lots of lots of different backgrounds. You know, I mean I'm in IT and and we've and you know we've got teachers and we've got um, you know, electricians and car mechanics and yep. and you know, fuel fuel refillers for airplanes <laughs> yeah. and you yeah. know, like all I, and I just love it because it's all of these different people coming from all of these different backgrounds coming together with that with that common purpose and you know it's different from you know say like a sporting club or whatever where you know you've all got you've all got that desire to be great basketballers or you know rugby players or whatever sport you you're dealing with but you know, and that's that's really the only thing that that pulls you together. Whereas, you know, what we're doing here is has greater and eternal implications. Yeah, so it's that eternal significance, and also yeah. the displaying God's glory. I guess. Um, yeah. Like you said, yeah. You know, so you're not there. You're not there for yourself. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Oops. Yeah. So even though you do play, say, for a footy team. Yep. Your ultimate goal is for you to win a grand final. You're not to make yourself look good. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. And I guess that is different. And um, I think that it's that experience of unity that Jesus prayed for mm. too. Not that we just dream about it, but when we get into that perfect unity, the world will know that God sent Jesus. Yeah. And that you love them as much as you love me. It's like, what a blessing like that unity brings. Mm. Um, I think the Bible says it commands. Well, I know it says it co- that... Where there's unity, um, God commands a blessing, and it's like yeah. that's powerful. Yeah. So if we want to live in God's blessing, we should work really, really hard to make sure we don't disrupt that unity of the spirit. Yeah, that's exactly right. And so, you know, there's there's a number of things that can can impact that, and and I guess some of what I was talking about on Sunday was making sure that we're praying about everything. You know, prayer is such an important important part of of what it is to be part of the body of Christ. And yeah. But also to be recognizing, you know, when different parts of the body are under attack and yeah. and all of that kind of thing. And you know, particularly the moment with COVID and and that we've got we've actually got people in isolation and and whatever that can't come and join join together. And so, you know, one we need to be looking after each other so that in those moments when we we can't be in this place that we're still connected mm. together. But at the same time, recognizing that you know there are parts of the body that aren't actually actively able to do 
even physical things on on a service or, or whatever yeah. it might be and so to be stepping up and stepping into those yeah. places and you're right because it, it can yeah. cause a disruption like it definitely has like think about the rules around vaccination you know we've got yep. people that can't perform in ministries yeah because they're not vaccinated enough or whatever mm. um and that that can be something too that you know people like they they've got this reason they don't want to get vaccinated and it's like uh you can't do that work anymore mm. and that's actually hurtful as well yeah and it actually hurts the whole body it does yeah so yep. that understanding and unity you know we're here together hey this time will pass mm one day it'll be all over. Yeah. And we can get back to more normal. But yep. yeah, just really yep. loving each other through that. That's right. But even even with I guess the the normal, you know, there's still there's di- still the distraction of the world there yeah, as well. True. You know, you've got social media, you've got all the you know the influences and, you know, mm. trying to achieve the next thing or, or whatever yeah. it might be that can distract us away. And that's again, that's an important part of being uh connected into the body, being, you know, in yeah. in that body of unity and and being in a small group and all that kind of stuff and building relationship with with other people in the church so that you can Mm. you can hold each other accountable and you can recognize those moments when you're going down the wrong path and yeah you know that thing of uh, was it turn around the theme for you've got on your on your heart at the moment just to yeah be in that space of recognizing when you know, when or in in ourselves or even in others around us, that that we're heading in the wrong direction and and yep. stopping and physically actually turning around and, and heading back towards God and yeah and really investing in that and <clears throat> yeah, I think that's you know because because as it says there that that the unity that we show you know proves to people that Jesus was sent by God and that, and mm. that we are loved. Yeah, but also that everyone else around us is loved by God as well. Yep. Um, yeah, you know, that's and that's right. that's so worth protecting and ensuring that that's in place. So, and again, <clears throat> guarding attitudes and stuff that we come into into mm. the into the place with. You know, as in, you know, I talked about on Sunday. You know, if I've had a bad morning and I come in to lead worship, and you know, I come in with this bad attitude, I'm grumpy and that then impacts the rest of the team that's there to help with worship and then you know if you know that that um distracts them away from what we're here to do but then if if we're not careful that can then lead into the into the main service and then mm. that impacts everyone else and then you know prevents people from being properly prepared to hear the word you know it has yeah. this it has this ripple effect you know it's not just you know, yeah, some, sometimes, thankfully, it because we, if we're on guard and we're guarding our hearts and we're guarding our thoughts, we can move into that space where you know I'm, I'm walking into the building. I'm like, oh, hang on a minute, I'm not in the right space right now. Let me just stop, turn, you know, turn around, yeah. come back to God, and then, then I'm ready to enter in. And so it stops at that point. But if yep. you know, you know what I mean. Like if you don't, if I you do don't know, yeah, be yeah. active and act on it, then yep, absolutely, then that can, you know have far greater consequence than yeah absolutely than ourselves yeah, yeah yeah that's for sure mm. um yeah so that that prayer of jesus just just an amazing prayer as he's as he's about to be arrested and um tried and and crucified he's his heart is still not for himself yeah but amazing, for, for those that he walked with and and as we talked about before that this is a prayer that's still covering us now yeah um just incredible and then 
the other other encounter, as I said, was from the Old Testament. Uh, Old Testament, a theophany. The testament. The the test testament. Oh, just whatever. <laughs> theophany. Theophany yep. or Christ, the, Christo, Christophany. Yep. The two words of the day. Yep. Uh, very good. Um, but just an encounter that Daniel has um, with Jesus. Um, I'm going to get you to read it, Neil. Okay, then. Would, do you need a... We're going to do our shout-out to Kathleen again. A, a shout-out to Kathleen again. Yes, we did that in the first run. We should do that again. So shout-out yes. to, to Kathleen, one of our listeners who, who... Who thinks I read too quickly. Yeah. So here we go. Just slow it down a bit, Neil. Okay. Yeah. As I was standing on the bank of the Great Tigris River, I looked up and saw a man dressed in linen clothing with a belt of pure gold around his waist. His body looked like a precious gem. His face flashed like lightning. His eyes flamed like torches. His arms and feet shone like polished bronze and his voice roared like a vast multitude of people. Only I, Daniel, saw this vision. The men with me saw nothing, but they were suddenly terrified and ran away to hide. So I was left there all alone to see this amazing vision. My strength left me. My face grew deathly pale and I felt very weak. Then I heard the man speak and when I heard the sound of his voice, I fainted and lay there with my face to the ground. Then a hand touched me and lifted me, still trembling to my hands and knees. And the man said to me, Daniel, you're very precious to God. Then he said, don't be afraid. Since the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your request has been heard in heaven. That was Daniel 10. Yeah. 4 to 12. Cool. Again, what a, you know, what an incredible passage that one is. And I just, you know, I was... I was uh, had you know someone from from my other job was sharing this in a devotion a couple of weeks ago and just really impacted me um, of this this encounter that Daniel has with with Jesus, um, seeing Jesus in all his heavenly glory and spend sport splendor, um, and had a long day, have we? <laughs> <laughs> I told you that the, this one was going to be a tribute, um, <laughs> but. You know, just just the way that that Jesus is described in this, and the and the power and authority that comes through that, and yeah. and even just on on Sunday, I invited people just to to think about putting themselves in Daniel's position, seeing Jesus standing there before us, like described in the way that he is, and and then you know how we respond in that situation. You know, the way that Daniel responded was that the his strength left him and he couldn't speak and he felt weak and he just fell face to the ground. And, you know, just recognizing that that, that is who Jesus is. That is the power and um, the authority and the glory and everything that he has that he, you know, he gave that up to come down as a man and, and be on earth and to, to show us how to live and to teach us and, and ultimately to die on the cross for our sins. And he, he gave all of that up for us um, and then as, as it says there in that passage that, that he says to Daniel, Daniel, you are very precious to me. And mm. that's, and that's why Jesus came because, because we are all very precious to God. And just that, I guess, just that realization that, that we are all precious, um, and that Jesus died for every one of us. And, you know, there are times I think when we, you know, maybe we, we take our relationship with who Jesus is for granted. Um, maybe we forget the power and the authority and the majesty that he had mm. um, that he gave up for us and 
you know, yes, we have a we have that personal relationship with him as like a, a friend who walks a journey with us, but at the same time, you know, powerful, so, powerful warrior. Yeah, and and yeah. so unworthy to be in his presence. Um, you know, and yeah, I, I don't know. Thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. It's like, you know, we can never just think of Jesus as only his earthly self because mm. that's who we read about most of the time. But his heavenly self, like, is described there in Daniel. I mean, you know, what is it? Face like lightning or something? Yeah. Eyes like fire. And, yeah. You know, it's like, we have to remember that he's ferocious as well. Yeah. Um, and that power has been made available to the church, which is awesome. Um, so you read about that in Ephesians. And, you know, it's not just like this comforting Jesus, although he is that. He's all these things, you know. He's like, mm. he is the comforter um, through the Holy Spirit. And yet at the same time, he's also this amazing warrior um, that is fighting for us and, as you can see, praying for us. Yeah. And, you know, to have him on our side is amazing. And yep. and I just like the thought of us actually, you know, because we'll often think, oh, if I see Jesus, it'll be all good and, you know, we'll cuddle up, whatever, have a nice pat. But um, Daniel saw him and fell down to his knees. Yep. And, and when you read the Bible, it says every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. And I'm pretty yep. sure... That some of them won't want to do it. Yeah. But they'll have no option. They'll have because, no choice. Yeah. Yeah. Because of how yep. amazing he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I guess, you know, you, you sort of, you touched on the, the fact that Jesus is this warrior. And, and part of this passage, which which we didn't read out, is is the fact that, that Jesus is in a battle that, that talks mm. about, you know, for, for 21 days he's been in this battle against... Uh, the spirit of Persia or something like that, I think it is. Yeah, but the Prince of Persia. The Prince yeah. of Persia. And, and the fact that um, Jesus takes takes time away from that to come and have this account encounter with mm. with Daniel, and you know that in itself also points to how precious we are to mm. to Jesus, how precious we are to God. That in those moments, that you know, even when there's other things going on, there's He's still there. Yeah, you know, and. You know, at, at, and the very last verse that, that you read out, you know, don't be afraid for since the first day that you began to pray for understanding and to be humble and to humble yourself before your God, your requests have been heard. And so, again, that encouragement for us just to be praying and, and to recognize and understand that God hears our prayers and there, mm. there might be times when we're, we're praying for things and we don't see results yeah. that we expect. Yep. You know, but that God is actively at work and, you know, we don't know what's going on in in behind the scenes, but God is at work and he is working things. And yeah. Just to keep on praying, um, you know, keep on, on seeking him, keep on um, working to protect the unity that is the body. Yep. Um, yeah. No, that's pretty good. It is good. I like that and I just love that, you know, that Daniel, you're precious to me and, you know, my wife, that particularly struck her heart too on Sunday, you know, it's just like, yeah, we are precious to him. Mm. It's pretty good to know. It is. Yeah. Thanks for that message, so, Matt. You are precious, Neil. Thank you, Matt. Yep. You're and, precious uh, too, And everyone else listening you're to this to Jesus. is also very precious. And me. <laughs> you're precious to me. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Excellent. All right, until next time. <laughs> See you later.